0: Purchase necessary Void prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details
2: josh heupel the best head coach who just finished year three so go ahead and tell me where does he rank on this list of coaches that have finished year three which really at that point the significance of it is that you should have a good feel for who a coach is right after three years that is correct okay where's yes, josh he heupel on this list
3: so there's no real ranking. It's just grades for everyone. And Josh Heupel is one of only two coaches to have an A. There was no A plus. There was one A minus. Josh Heupel got an A. The other one who has an A is Steve Sarkeesian at Texas. Um, the, only other A- the only other A coach was an A minus, and it was Lance Leipold at Kansas. Yes. So Josh Josh Heupel, Steve Sarkeesian, and Lance Leipold are leading the way. I got to give Lance Leipold credit, I will say. I mean, winning at Kansas is like the most impossible thing in the world to do.
2: Okay, well, what grade would you give Josh Eiffel? Out of 30-year coaches, knowing that that, that – you not graded on a curve necessarily, but knowing that's your backdrop and you're comparing it to them. So, apparently, the writer here for CBS Sports – who is that, Barrett Salee? No, uh, this
3: one is um Chip Patterson.
2: Okay, Chip Patterson. Good old Chip. Don't know who that is. But, uh, Chip – seems to think that Sarkeesian and Heupel are by far the best. They're the A's. Those are the two guys. What would you give Heupel? Because I would not give him an A. I mean, an A's exemplary. A-plus is incredibly exemplary. Um, I thought he mishandled the quarterback situation last year. So I'd give him an A-minus or maybe even just a B-plus to this point. And my um, My thoughts, Caleb's as well, brought to you in this segment by Don Self, our state farm agent in the Chattanooga area. Call 423-396-2126. I know everybody wants to save money. I get that. But customer service matters when you make that claim. Trust me. DonSelf.net. Over 40 years in the Chattanooga area. DonSelf.net. DonSelf.net. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go with a B. A B. When it would have been an A-plus at the end of 2022, but as of 2023, I'm going to flat B, not even a B-plus. I don't think that he handled the Cooper Mays situation correctly. I think surgery should have been done early on in the season. Um, I don't think Tennessee should have just won eight games uh, last season. So I can't give him an A if you're not peaking in year three.
3: Okay, so I don't move my grades that much from year to year. I was giving him an A minus last year because I flashed the warning sign about Josh Heupel's talent evaluation, and everybody was on it. And now everybody was off it because they were upset with the Joe Milton thing. Dave, the mishandling of the quarterback situation last year that you didn't like in twenty twenty three, that goes back to twenty twenty one when he decided to get Joe Milton out of the portal in Michigan. That's the flaw that that's the fatal original sin of Josh Heupel. Can we agree with that? Getting yes. going after Joe going after Joe Milton to begin with, was his original sin at Tennessee. And that was eating the fruit from the poison tree or the the fruit from the tree. And he never should have done it. He did it out of his own cockiness and arrogance because he wanted his guy and he wanted to prove that he picked the right quarterback. And that set up the situation for 2023 that should not have been set up that way. Fair enough. We all agree. We can agree that was a giant mistake. The other two drawbacks that I have for him, I, you, you got you got one for me was Cooper May's injury. That you're right, that was totally mishandled. If he handles that right, he beats Florida. I'm pretty sure easy. That, easy, easy. So that's a big mistake. The the third one is not being able to make adjustments after Missouri blindsided him last year. That was a red flag to me, and I I, I don't I think you agree, right? The fact that they never made any uh, halftime adjustments after Missouri totally changed their game plan.
2: Missouri came out a totally different defense. One day had been saving because they got the score ran up on them last year. I was told this by somebody that was involved with the game, and uh, they ran a totally different defense, and Tennessee never adjusted. Tennessee also got out coached in Alabama. Whether or not you think Alabama was just better or not, they did have the lead, and they made some, you and I disagree on some decisions in the first half, but still, you have to say Alabama out coached them because of halftime adjustments, right?
3: No, I, I still won't go there. I think Alabama was just that. I, I, I've, been, I've been committed to this the whole time, and I think Alabama was just better. Some people I talk to actually think Josh Heupel abandoned the run game in that game. I don't think he could run the ball in that game.
2: Okay, but wait. I mean, they clearly made adjustments. I mean, Jalen Milrow. I mean, Tennessee got outcoached and outplayed in that game, right? Both. But did they get I mean, outcoached? Right, was there outright, any, I think. Maybe, but I think mainly it was just Hypo was
3: dramatically outcoaching Saban in the first half. And then I think Saban made adjustments, but I don't think there were any adjustments that Hypo could have made in that game. I I really don't.
2: Um, We're going to get into the whole, whether or not you should punt. And uh, we've, we've done that. We've exasperated that. I I, I mean, I don't know how you can have a significant lead and how you can be moving the ball and not, and, and, and then you have a coach that determines, hey, I'm going to... To me, that's a great coaching move. That's like if I put a great move on you in basketball and I beat you to the hoop, it doesn't mean you're a bad defensive player, but I just outplayed you. So if a coach makes a drastic change to take advantage of Jalen Milrow's legs, which Nick Saban did, that's a great move. I don't think that Josh Heupel had a great move in that game. So to me, my definition is that that's out coaching. I I I... I, I think Josh maybe Heible we're, we're, we're playing we may be playing semantics a little bit if, if you know what I well mean.
3: Well, yeah, because I, I think the whole thing came down to Tennessee couldn't block Alabama's defensive line and Al- Josh Heupel couldn't get the run game going. And if Hypo can't get the run game going, he can't run his offense. There's really no adjustment he can make at that point. Um, it's it's kind of similar to people forget that a lot. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of pass happy offenses are dependent on the run. But either way, even with all those things, even and those are all the negatives. Dave, I'm still going to give him an A minus. Over a three-year period, what he did one that 2021 season going seven and six, that team should have gone three and nine. If you actually look at that team, they should have gone three and nine in 2021. That was not a good football team. That was a bad football team. Josh Heupel inherited a bigger mess than Derek Dooley inherited in 2010 or 2011, and that team should have gone three and nine easily. And they went seven and six. That was all Heupel's coaching. And then in 2022, I actually predicted they'd have a five and zero start, then an eight and zero start, and beat Alabama. And I mean, I, and when 11 and two, yeah, the South Carolina game happened, but he dramatically overachieved in 2022. So I think still, even with the drop-off to eight and four in 2023, I'm still going a minus with Josh Hypo. I can't go B <clears throat> range.
2: Who, who would you take on question. that list over him? Uh, who would I take in the list over him? Uh, the third year coaching. Uh, yeah. Steve Sarkeesian. I wouldn't. No, but I don't, I mean, I I don't, I'm never going to like Steve Sarkeesian because just he doesn't care about defense at all. I mean, so that's like preaching, kind of turn around and preaching to the choir, literally. Um, So you're you're never going to have me uh, on board that train. I, I mean, I think he's done as well as any of them, but I guess what I'm telling you Is I don't think that anybody's done an A job. The new poll question that's up, and you can take advantage of that. Go ahead, Uh, CBS Sports give Josh Heupel an A for three seasons. You so here are the choices as I try to manipulate a little bit to make you think A plus B C or D. Surely we won't get any votes for a D. I can't. So A
3: minus is not an option.
2: A minus is not an option because I made it difficult. because if, if you that, do A minus B plus, that's just a slight differential. Now you have to choose between A plus and B. At
3: that, at that point, it's easily A plus. It's easily A plus. Oh, I have to with choose B.
2: I know B, B anyway.
3: Dave, there is not a chance in hell that a B coach would have taken Tennessee 7 and 6 in 2021. Okay? If you gave – I'll I'll just say it. Name a B coach. Gus Malzon. would you say he's a B coach? Uh –
2: yeah, Gus Malzahn, okay, with not B-minus overall. And let I me mean, I think Josh Tennessee's Heupel's- two and- a, Okay, but wait a second. I didn't say at any point that Josh Heupel was an A-plus coach. I said in his three years, I would give him a B.
3: A B job would have meant three and nine in 2021, and it would have meant eight and four in 2022. Josh Heupel went seven and six and 11 and two in those two years. Okay. Come on. And also, right. let's not forget, last year, again, the Josh Heupel's original sin was Joe Milton. But considering that he was stuck with Joe Milton, we're forgetting some of his amazing coaching jobs last year. That Texas A&M game is one of the best coaching jobs I've ever seen Josh Heupel do. Think about that. That's exactly the opposite of how Heupel wants to play. And he totally changed his style to almost, I mean, they won that game the way the Broncos won the Super Bowl with Peyton Manning in 2016. I mean, you got to give
2: him some credit for that. That's not what Josh Heupel wants to do. With a lot of stem cells. Hemp House, the premier hemp dispensary online with a wide variety. Before you go the stem cell route, uh, you can go to Hemp House. Wide variety, great selection, strict standards to ensure you only receive the best in CBD or Delta products. Hemp House chat with two Ts Hemp House chat with two Ts Use the promo code Hooked. the promo code hooked. So you can take part in the poll. But we've also got some people that want to say.
0: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No over by law. 18+ terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing?
2: All right, let me ask you this. So who's an A-plus quarterback in our generation, Caleb? An A-plus
3: quarterback or A-plus coach?
2: All right, A-plus coach, A-plus coach.
3: That's still coaching.
2: Well, no, I was going to say Nick Saban. Of our generation, it's Nick Saban, right?
3: Yes, Nick Saban is an A-plus coach.
2: Okay, of our generation, he is the one. I mean, you you could call Kirby an A-plus coach, too. But for the entire career— Dabo
3: is an A-plus coach. Dabo has done an A-plus job at Clemson. Sure,
2: two national championships. Okay, but— but there has to be some differentiation because Saban is better than both of those guys, I think. Right? He's better than the Dabo. Look, okay, but Saban's the, an amazing anyway,
3: job difference. The, but
2: yeah, the point I'm trying to make: what would Saban have done with the same three years at Tennessee?
3: No different than what Josh Heupel would have done. Maybe. Oh come on! It's
2: the greatest coach in the history of college football. Caleb, look at hey Dave,
3: Dave. Go look at Saban's three years at Michigan State. First three years, you want to know what they were? They're bad. They're bad. Six and five, six and five, seven and six, six and five, six and six, seven and six. If Saban would have done that, now what was a worse job? Michigan State in '95 or Tennessee in 2021? What was a harder job?
2: I would say Michigan State in general was a harder job.
3: No, but though Tennessee in 2021 was a way worse program than Michigan State in 1995, and it's not even close. Tennessee was as bad as a Power Five program could be when Josh Heupel took over. Okay, Josh Heupel going seven and six in 2021 is the most impressive coaching job i've ever seen in the sec that's the greatest coaching season in sec history right there going seven and six with that roster he lost 27 players to the portal but from a three and seven team i mean that was that was an incredible coaching job and so no i'm all in look to save and do a great job yes are we going to pretend that Saban hasn't had elite talent over the years at, at, at LSU and Alabama? And don't delusionally think that Saban would have gotten number one classes at Tennessee. He would have because of his name. But, like, if he just came in with with Hyples, if Saban went to Tennessee with Hyples' track record, Dave, you think he's getting top five recruiting classes?
2: He's not. This. If he's, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, if he shows up from Michigan State or he shows up, after the Dolphins, and he's had success in college at LA. He shows
3: up with the same track record Hypel had showing up.
2: No, no. you got to give me the Dolphins guy.
3: No, I mean, I'm giving you the hypo no, 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 track no. record because we're comparing the job Saban did to Heupel.
2: No, it's his last job. I get the Dolphins guy. Dylan, and I agree with says Saban would have had us in the playoffs last two years off name, power, and recruiting alone. The maybe Dolphins little, guy may, is not maybe there. A, maybe a little stronger than me, but I'm closer to Dylan than I am to you, Caleb.
3: Look, no, because this is... okay. Saban Josh Heupel had Saban's track record roughly going to Tennessee. Saban had they had similar track records. Is that fair? When Saban came from Michigan State, excuse me. Sabin from Michigan State, Josh Hypel from UCF is where the track records were similar.
2: Um I'd say I would say that Heupel's was considerably better. I mean
3: I think going nine and two at Michigan State was stands out more because they beat they beat Michigan, Notre Dame um that last year Penn State they beat like all the Big Ten rivals okay that last year
2: um
3: but either way what I'm saying is that Josh Heupel took over a worse y'all are gonna hate me for saying this he took over a way harder job without all the sanctions than Saban took over at LSU or Alabama then I mean I'm sorry Tennessee is a is a harder job than LSU or Alabama it is no question no question um yes and on top of that Tennessee was dealing with a mass exodus of players in the portal and they had just gone three and seven in 2020 and they were under NCAA investigation and whole boy went seven and six. What did Hey, what did Saban do his first year at Alabama. You, you want to know what the record was?
2: Uh, yeah, I do is seven and six,
3: seven and six. The same record Hypo had at Tennessee, which team was worse.
2: Uh, actually, I did not think that Alabama team was that bad. I think that he was trying to instill discipline and he sent a bunch of kids to the bench and uh, he, he kicked out jimmy johns uh, not the sandwich maker but the linebacker that was slinging the powder in the parking lot of the facility and um wasn't that the year they had the textbook scandal were right before the tennessee game that he wanted to make a statement. I was like, what's this stupid coach doing? This Saban guy. I was in the press box and they hand this thing out. I'm like, he's not going to have any success. He's getting 12 guys suspended by the school and he doesn't even have the power. So I questioned Nick Saban's power and coaching prowess within a 30 second span in Bryant-Denny stadium. How stupid am I?
3: Well, the oh my, and then the funniest part about that, Dave, is I know the game you're talking about if there was ever like a clear cut difference in coaching abilities, watch that Tennessee Alabama game, oh, no. 2007.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it was just like whoa. Like
3: Mick Saban was so massively ahead of Phillip Fulmer on on the field in terms of coaching. In that day, it was such a. It was honestly, it was kind of quite embarrassing for Fulmer. Can we be honest? That lost oh, Alabama was. and 2007. with the Tennessee.
2: Well, I mean, Tennessee. Quite frankly, they were shown in their later stages, for the most part. Uh, under the Philip former era of having to lean on being more talented. What happened at Notre Dame when Charlie Weiss called 15,000 screens against John <laughs>
3: Chavis <laughs> couldn't figure it out.
2: I mean, 15,000 screens.
3: The, you forget the week before the Notre Dame game. Remember when Steve Spurrier just called quick slants. It was just a quick, it was the same quick slant play yeah. every single play in Chavis. I mean, again, Nick Saban, 2001 LSU, Matt Malk. Let's just do the quarterback draw every play. Just John, John Chambers I don't see it coming. And I mean, that's yeah, I could go on and on and I'm not knocking Saban as a coach, but Saban went seven and six in Alabama in 07. And that was an easier, that was a better team and an easier job than what Hypel did going seven and six at Tennessee in 2021. Hypo going 7-6 and six in 2021 is the most monumental, impossible thing that an SEC coach has ever done since I've been watching football.
1: Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, A lot.